I work on my breathing exercises. I know sometimes uh, you hear some heavy breathing. <laughs> I don't want to have that. You gotta learn to breathe from your diaphragm. Yeah, you gotta learn to breathe from your butthole. <laughs> and, then, and then nobody can hear it. Oh, I should wear shorts then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get more airflow. Exactly. That's the way to fucking do it, right? Assless chaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're in all the record. Max. We're in the record, and all of a sudden you start. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Wellbeing. Don't let them tell you you need to change. Just because you're feeling a little strange. I'm Theodoric Cardenas, or Theo. I'm a writer, director, editor, um, and artist. I'm Joshua Lanfear, a graphic designer, motion designer, video editor, um, too many things extraordinaire. And I am Andy Sandoval. I'm a writer, director, producer, sometimes in that order. That's good order. Thanks. I'll use that for my resume. <laughs> this is a quote. It'll be a quote. Yeah. That's a good order. Oh, yeah. That's my CV letter. Mm-hmm. So welcome back. Um, if you're just tuning in, this is a mental health podcast where uh, the three of us get together, explore a little bit of our mental health, and just get a little bit wiggly and try to create a world. I think we've landed on a utopian world. A utopian world with clown lawyers. Yeah, we did have clown lawyer. Yeah, with Comic yeah. Sans uh, legal paper. With Comic Sans legal papers. I'm still unsure how that became the very first detail that happened in our utopian world, but that's it's what it was. It's foundational. Yeah, foundational. you have to establish the font in your world first. Yeah. And then it's it goes font- from there. It's fontational. <laughs> um. Yeah, so... Let's kick things off like we are bound to be doing by talking about a little bit of our, our tentpole events this week, our tentpole emotional drives this week, uh, something that just elicited some kind of emotion from us this week, something could be a leaf on a tree. I fucked around with some leaves before. Um, it could be a movie, a game. Anyone want to kick us off? I'll take, I'll take it first. Um Let's see. Well, since our first episode, I'd say probably the biggest emotional kind of pop culture media thing that I've kind of absorbed is uh, me and Bree went and saw Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. And man, you know, sometimes when movies are good and they just make you happy, they're good. You know, it's like there's nothing wrong with it. It's just it's a good old fashioned good time makes you laugh it makes you kind of makes you like teary-eyed but not in like a i'm just crippled with sadness kind of way just a good it's a good time it's a good two hours spent at the movies and that is what D D was i really gotta say 
you know, I was like going to say the same thing too. D and D was my thing this week as well. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of doing that to segue into the world builder thing because that would have been a great uh, segue. But then I also oh, figured yeah. everyone else would have said it too. So oh, I'm changing my mind on what inspired me. You're going to do something else. All right. Oh, yeah. D and D like to piggyback off what you were saying, dude, like, yeah, that it's just the well, two hours spent. Like it didn't, it didn't feel like two hours. Great. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it, it wasn't like there was one kind of bust your gut moment that made me like die laughing. And my son was asking if I was okay same yeah <laughs> um but overall it was a good fantasy like you know they didn't spend a lot of time on like how does magic work why what are we looking at magic it's just like magic exists magic does shit you know monsters and creatures are around and they do shit like the 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 what the fuck is the word i'm looking for it starts with an e Expositional. Okay. Exposition. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. The exposition in the movie wasn't like overly dramatic. Like they did voiceover, but everything was kind of for a reason. So. Yeah, it made sense when they used it. But I also liked how they didn't like put over the head that you're watching Dungeons and Dragons. So it was like critical role, crit hit. Yeah. Twenty. Here's a bag of holding. It was more like, hey, hold this. Hey, hold this. Put this in your bag. Put this in your bag. Like. It wasn't over the head of you're watching Dungeons good. and Dragons like yeah. an early two thousands movie would have done. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of really good in jokes. It's like if you know, you know. If you don't, it just becomes like it was like a like particularly that here hold this joke was like really multi layered. <laughs> it was ve- it was so multi layered the way they managed that joke because it was just like, Oh yeah, don't worry, I'll take good care of it. Here, hold this. Yeah. But then if you're, yeah, if you're like a D and if you're like a D and D guy, you get it. You're like, wow, I get it. But if it's you don't, you still just think it's always funny. has the bag of holding. Exactly. It's like it was such a it was a very well layered joke and just a, a super well written movie, man. It really was. And I I literally like thank God there weren't many people in the theater with us because at that one, that one part in the movie where I was just I. You guys know when I when I break, yeah. I break hard. I was broken in the movie theater at this part, at that one part. And I like I could not stop laughing for like at least three or four minutes. And it was just like I'm like suffocating myself trying to stop <laughs> laughing because I feel bad for everyone else in the movies. And like <laughs> it was great. Andy, yeah. since yours is different, why don't, why don't you why don't you take us? Yeah, since I'm not going to choose D&D then. Um, I did, on su- Sunday for Easter, I did go with my family to go do a double header. D&D was the last movie we saw, but our first movie to start the day off was um, Air, the Michael Jordan shoe movie. Oh, I want to see that. It looks Which, good. Yeah, no, it was really good with uh, Ben Affleck directing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a really good movie. Do you really they didn't show Jordan really. It just showed like his profile, the back of his head. That's which, smart. Which I thought was good because then it kind of take you out of the movie because like no one could look or be like Mike as much as people yeah. want to be. Yeah. But it inspired me to order already two pairs of uh, Jordan uh, OG ones. <laughs> you so you to add to it. my collection of Jordans. You uh, yeah, your collection so, of what two two pairs of Jordans. <laughs> yeah, my two pairs of Jordans, but my other pairs of Nikes that I have. Yeah. So 
I mean, Maggie's not happy, but it's just going to wow. add to my, I'm going to need my own shoe closet just for me. Beautiful. You're going to get those like plastic boxes to kind of display the shoes and stuff. I have to see if they fit my shoe size though. I don't know if they should fit 13s because sometimes they're kind of too big and they'll scu- uh, scuff up the shoe. So mm. I don't want to use them. So I keep the regular boxes. But Makes I think sense. the movies though is still all together pretty well. Um, the beats were pretty good. A lot of music to put you into the mindset of uh, the era. So nice. I, thought it, I thought that was pretty good. It reminded me of a John Hughes movie. Was that, that was like more of his 80s? tactic. Like no, it was late Jordan 80s, 90s for Jordan. Yeah. Or was he 80s? Yeah, it's a mid 80s, actually. I believe yeah. he got... Think he oh, that's drafted. right, because he finished college, and then, yeah. Yeah, he got drafted in like 85. Music. Yeah. I know nothing of sports. I just know certain weird things, but I just it was just like... Yeah. 84. Okay, yeah, and then the 90s is when he popped off and did Space Jam. Yeah. So... But yeah, yeah, it, was but, yeah no, it had great music to it that uh, accompanied, and then just the banter between everyone was really great. Nice. It's got a hell of a cast too. No, yeah, it was a, it was a great Damon, cast. Ben Affleck, Viola uh, Davis. Oh yeah, Viola Davis. Isn't like, Chris Tucker in it too randomly? Yeah, oh, yeah Chris, Chris Tucker. Tucker. Yeah, he's yeah. in it. For uh, a bit. Jason Bateman, right? Bateman, yeah, yeah, it's a good yeah. cast. The guy who still who uh, creates the shoes has his scenes that he stills is pretty great. Oh, uh, shit. Phil, does it Phil something? Yeah. Um, yeah, I forgot the, the creator's name, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Ben Affleck was great. It was, it was all together really great. It just flew by. I wish there was more, like at least 30 more minutes of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> How long in total was that? A a over two hour. hours. That was over two hours. Yeah, damn, over two hours. And you wanted more? Be a long movie. Yeah. Well, I also like yeah. his shoes, so yeah, I was like, I wish they got more to the shoes after. But it was a lot of build up to get to it, and then like, yeah. all right, let's now wrap up this movie because we're not sure how to wrap up the movie from here after he signs yeah. signs with his shoe deal. <laughs> yeah, it's like the journey's <laughs> over. He did the thing. Yeah, like uh, montage and just quick stuff of what's happened. What happened? Yeah. Don't they cut to uh, they cut to like uh, one of those like Marvel most Marvel title cards. It's like Michael Jordan will return. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was a good prequel to Space Jam. Yeah, and then the last dance is the the trilo- the final finale of the trilogy. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. So as we we take our tent poles, our like our emotions that we got elicited, our hypes and stuff like that, we're gonna start talking about some some mental health um first first off andy did you do your homework from last week did you open the app i opened it and i did not follow through because i got (laughs) super swamped with work because i haven't been filling work in the last like two weeks so i put a reason to open the app i put off a lot of work i put a a lot of stuff off and then all kind of on monday came at me (laughs) And uh, I was like, oh, my God, I've put I put this off way too much. I guess if I did open it, I would have someone to help me deal with it, yeah. how to handle that emotionally. But I just haven't been that in- inspired, really, for the last like two weeks to not inspire, I guess motivated <laughs> to do work because it's a lot of 
boring contracts I got to do first before we even get to filming. So it's just so much content and so many people have to reach out to that I just yeah. put it off. So I put this off again, but well, I do plan to this week for sure go through it. I should have done it Friday, but it was an off day. So I ended up watching Mario with my brother. So <laughs> I didn't, I didn't do that. You know, you're, you're, what you're doing is you're, yeah, you're finding different outlets for it, but you're like also kind of just like you're making it seem like work. Yeah, I think because it's through through work, I just associate it with work. So I just kind of have I kind of have the trouble with just like following through with that. And since I haven't been that inspired at work yet to or motivated again at work to do something because like, ah, there's tomorrow. <laughs> You just gotta so, realize that, like, you know, at the end of it, you know, the the this is benefiting you. Like, the only benefit here is like, yeah, there'll be a few steps and a few things you have to do beforehand that that you know are kind of a drudgery. But sooner you get them through, then you know, easier it is. Jash, did you do your homework from last week, which was to find something either cheap, cost effective, or free? To like help you out? No, I did not. Did you try I anything? Sh- I um, I cleaned my house. I did that. I cleaned my house. That's about it. I cleaned my house and watched a lot of movies. I felt okay. My head felt a little less foggy, but there's like still no motivation or anything. So it's like. I at least know that the fog and the motivation aren't exactly connected, which is good. So, um, yeah, I think the fog generally just comes from being overwhelmed and stuff. And then the motivation is just, I have no motivation. (laughs) I've got no ideas and thus no motivation to enact on no ideas. So, and then those two things just kind of siphon siphon each other kind of continuously it's like two batteries just trying to charge each other up essentially when they're both dead so throw in the freezer does that work (laughs) i heard it helps yeah i heard it helps uh keeps batteries alive (laughs) put in the freezer overnight and uh plug them back in tomorrow and see what happens all right i'll put myself in the freezer and i'll wake up in the morning and see how i feel (laughs) well have you tried okay all right all right right. this these are the two things i'm going to throw out for you then okay try finding a guided meditation on like youtube uh or or straight up look up a a tai chi tutorial on on youtube and just follow along okay sounds weird sounds dumb but I think like that and then um, um, we'll we'll try something bigger next week if if either of those are, you know. Yeah, maybe uh, try walking bones out. Maybe just getting out of the house, like stretching and maybe yeah, that unfortunately, might. Unfortunately, it was 97 degrees today. So. Oh, I guess just keep them in the house with the AC on and walk them in circles. <laughs> yeah, just walk around in circles. <laughs> just walk around the house with. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> we were, uh, we, we have been taking him on walks and stuff. And like, that's been, that's been good for, you know, just kind of just getting outside and stuff. And like, that's been not, not good, like creatively, but it's just been good, like somewhat mentally. But now it's just like, it's just fucking balls hot already. Yeah. It's not so, summer yet. Yeah. It's that like Arizona's weather is just so weird because it's just, it's just a plateau. Essentially it's like you're super cold and then it just goes straight up and then it's super hot and it just stays hot and then it just falls off a cliff and it just stays super cold. Like the, the transition is like literally like a day. It's like, Oh shit. It's like 65 degrees out today. Tomorrow it's a high of 102. It's like, all right, great. Fucking Thanks, great. Arizona. Yeah. What are so, you good for? Yeah. Today was like a hot day for us. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't even that hot. <laughs> yeah. It was a like California hot. So like 70. Ah, fuck you. 75. Yeah. It's coming, man. You guys, you guys are. Oh, no. You're out. You're on the, the warmer side of the climate change bubble. So. Yeah. I know that. Let's dive in a little bit deeper with, with, uh, Andy, this this question is mm-hmm. like, where do you see yourself? Just mentally or just like like either that could be taken what's what's the best version? You know, you can ideate on on that, like, okay, uh if if I could be here, I would be here. Um, or you can take it personally. Mm. Where it's like I, I see myself as as da 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 da. All right. Well, right now I see myself as again not inspired or motivated. Uh, it just could be my living situation right now. Right now I'm back with my mom's house until our house is ready in a couple more months until the old tenants move out. So I feel like nothing there is like mine. My workspace says diminished to what I used to have. I used to have a badass like workspace area and desk. And now I'm just kind of reduced down to this, my Mac and just kind of one screen that has not the best like setup I have right now. So I think that's also not helping me out. Um, but I like to move past that and I don't want to wait till I get to the new place to feel better or recharge or get inspiration or something hits me to not be in this funk. Um, so I don't know. I like to see myself not being in this funk right now. And I'm hoping once I do open the app and talk to someone, I could start the steps of getting out of it because, uh, I'm just not enjoying right now of, of this ride. I'm just kind of feel stuck until something happens. But I'm not helping it, making it happen yet. When you had your environment, like, you know, like you said, you had your office, you had your setup, you had everything. Were you happier then? I felt, yeah, I think I was happier that I had my own. We had our own place. There wasn't someone else that I had to watch out because I worked alone until Maggie came home after work. So I had the place to myself. So now I have my brother. I have to watch, make sure he eats. He does his homework. Um, I have our dogs, my mom's dogs, 
now there's five dogs I have in the house that are just pissing and shitting all over the place. So I spent most of my time mopping and picking up poop. So, yeah, I just felt before I, f- I felt better creatively, creative or creatively. Yeah, creatively yeah. <laughs> than, than I do now because I know it's just this is a temporary s- situation the tenant said they might move next month after all instead of July. Oh, that's rad. So that's, that's rad news. Better, yeah. This is easier. But Maggie also, that's the busiest time of month for her because of school and graduation and all the stuff with her kids that she won't be there that much to help. So I'm not also looking forward to doing it all by myself. So I have to try to prepare myself to try not to do it myself and just take time to be like, okay, if she's not able to help We'll try to find times where she can. So we're doing this together and I'm just not taking the burden to myself. Yeah. But I'm also anxious to get back to my command center and build <laughs> my badass workspace with my three monitors and all the other spinning chairs. You have friends that, you know, would be down to help alleviate some of that burden too, you know? Yeah. I think this is what helps too. That's what I excited to jump on board. So it takes me out of that, the house, how out of the funk. Because this is mm-hmm. making me have to create a create t- to be creative. <laughs> I don't know. I have a hard word with that time with that right now. <laughs> I think because I I am not creative, so I can't even think of the word. <laughs> yeah, my, oh, my yeah. Block <laughs> is blocking me to saying creative. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I think yeah, this is trying to help me get out of that funk, and this is one of the steps for that. Nice. Well, I think, you know, going into this next week, what you need to focus on is that this is temporary. And always remember that, uh, you know, my my mantra and and finding your own mantra is always good. But mine, like a solid one for me is like, I don't have control over anyone else or anything else. The only thing I have control of is myself and my actions. Um, and I use that because it's like, you know, sometimes we wish we could just be like, just do this or let this happen. And it doesn't and could be frustrating. It could be aggravating or whatever. But sometimes I, I need to always remember that. So, you know. Yeah, you know. that's a big part. I like having control. Yeah, it's it's hard to and let it go. I just don't have it for these couple months until uh, our place is ready. Because even when they move out, we still have to clean it, re-carpet. You still have to go through the whole paint re- it. Re- reconstruction of it, yeah. essentially. Make it feel like home and make it feel like my own. Well, again. Which is ironic because it's my childhood at home, but <laughs> I want it to be more my adult home and not my childhood home. Other than keep watching wrestling in the same place, but <laughs> it's just uh, a bigger TV and uh, yeah, bigger TV, up. more systems, uh, adult stuff. Josh, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I think we transitioned just in time. That was getting a little bit too personal. Uh, <laughs> a little much there, guy. Josh, where do you see yourself? Uh, you know, actually, this is a good question. We talked about this, you and I did, I think yesterday. I see myself as a wall, like just a physical walking brick wall. And it's like nothing, nothing goes in, nothing goes out. I'm just a walking human made of bricks. And it's like, 
just got like you like you know like Andy said I'm kind of just waiting for something to happen. I I feel kind of stuck in like a a rut for a lot of reasons. You know, work is slow. Uh, creative outlets are nil, and I'm just kind of like waiting for something to come and alleviate that in a way. And that can get to be hard to deal with that impatience when you're just wanting something to happen. So, yeah, I think right now I just like I see myself as like a wall. Essentially, there's there's no motivation that comes in. There's no creativity that comes out. It's just like I don't really absorb anything. Everything just kind of like hits the wall. And occasionally it'll leave like a little mark and that'll be about it, you know? So. Yeah. Now, on the positive spectrum of that, where do you see yourself? Like where essentially if if anything could change, if anything could be different, what is it? Where do you see yourself then? With a job, with like a full-time job. Like literally, like I, that's like the the thing. That's the thing that I'm waiting on happening. Just trying to kind of get out of the the freelance workflow because it's just too. What's the word? Not unforgiving, but it's just too mysterious. No, mysterious isn't the word either. I can't think of the damn word. It's like too unpredictable. Inconsistent, unpredictable. Oh, yeah, both both of those words kind of kind of inconceivable. Inconceivable. Yeah, we're gonna combine <laughs> the two. It's just too inconceivable. <laughs> so, because I, I I was talking to Brie earlier, and like I I feel like I've done what I set out to do. I proved that I could do this. I learned a lot. I worked with a ton of awesome companies. I um. I got myself away from my boss the way that I needed to because mm -hmm. I'm still obviously as, as you know, I'm still working with my old company that I, that I left. Like, I still work for them in a freelance capacity, but it's like a completely different relationship now. It's like, that's a complete 180. It's, it's really nice. So it's like, I got away from, from that situation the way that I needed to, but now I'm just like, I need to get back to stability because I know that that instability is one of the things that's really fucking me up right now. Yeah. So. The full-time job. Mm hmm And we know that, that, you know, we've, you've been putting everything that you could into that, you know, to find yeah. a full-time job. Um, yeah. But we do also have to realize that like right now we're, we're in a, a a rough patch, job wise. We're yeah. in, into a recession. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Even at my job, like even on projects, they're starting to roll in. But even then, it's still not enough work for freelancers to bring in, and we're trying yeah, to find different that's... ways to like skim on not I guess save more on people and just say like, Hey, just instead of sending a crew out, just film it yourself on your phone and then we'll just edit it. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about sending, sending a whole team out there. 
to film content for people. So no, I yeah. get that. I was looking into LinkedIn for NFL jobs because <laughs> I thought maybe that would be fun, but they're all seasonal. So I was like, yeah, oh, begun for a couple months, mm, but yeah. once it ends, then, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I don't then know. The then, fun you ends. Go, then you go to like what ESPN sports or Fox sports. Yeah. Or, that's you know. I have to go there. I was looking for NFL mm. network um, just to see, cause I know I like football. So that maybe that might inspire me more or just, right. I feel like someplace like NFL Network too would be a more of a full time thing rather than seasonal because it's just an always on, yeah like, station, but, isn't it? It's like, yeah, but during football season it picks up and then after that it kind of slows down. So they kind of have yeah, their old naturally. like their people already. Got it. Makes yeah. sense. So I've been looking. I've been looking. So I think you know, Josh, like in your in your Tai Chi in your in your meditation, if you so choose to to take that path. Um, focus on the ideal version of yourself. Not ideal. That that sounds a little bit too. Uh, uh, but but essentially the the sort of happy version of you when you go into these states and just just you know really dive into that. Okay. I will do my best. I'm very cynical and negative right now, so it's hard to kind of push through that, but I'll do my best. Yeah, you just got to... I'm, just... I'm already a cynical person by nature, as you all yeah. know. Yeah, you, you have so. to give at least two or three YouTube videos, viewings. Yeah. You just can't do the first one, like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, like, if you can, yeah. can freaking nail doing it for, like, a week straight, like, once a day, 10, 10 to 15 minutes, like, guaranteed, and just just focus on that that ideal version of you like it'll be hard at first but i think by the end of it it'll it'll definitely do something it'll spark something in you okay i will give it a try nice and what about you theo Oof. where do i see myself or where what do i see myself you know I kept telling my therapist that I'm like in this state of existential boredom. It's like nothing is, I can't get into things as heavily as I can, like watching TV shows, watching or playing games, um, filming, writing, anything like that. It's just this, this pool of, of unmotivation of, of just boredom of I don't even know what it is. It's it's, I, I, it's like if I have an idea, I'm already bored with my own idea. And then that doesn't spark excitement about that idea. So that I'm like, oh, then why does anyone why would anyone fucking care about this idea or this this I, thing? I know that. Yeah, I know that feeling all too well right now. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So it's frustrating because I'm trying to just be okay with with all this stuff and just take it in and 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 you know I started a new job that's not for me but it's where I need to be right what I keep telling myself it's not where I want to be but it's where I need to be just because we need that money yeah but this job I'm making myself fit into it and it's an all-called all job. So 
hours be rough. So day to day is kind of like, will I get out early? Will I not get out early? And then when I do get out, I'm just fucking tired. So then I'm like, oh, like today, for instance, I, I, I felt like I accomplished a shit ton and not accomplished a shit ton at the same time. I don't know how the fuck you do that. That's fucking weird. Like I worked in the mo- I worked in the morning to the afternoon ish. Then I got everything I needed to be set up for well being. I got us uh, uh, the the whole shebang or whatever on the on the back end sort of stuff. And I got the Discord and all the recording stuff all ready together. And then I just felt like there's just this block of just nothingness. What the fuck was happened in that that nothingness time? Like I did stuff. I know I did stuff, but then it's just yeah, yeah. Where I see myself happy, I I don't right now. <laughs> I not not to say that I'm that I'm depressed or that I'm well. There's always that that low spark of it, but mm-hmm. it's the fibromyalgia which I have, which is just a chronic pain is driving me insane because, you know, for those of you, for me, what it feels like, it's like at the same time, you have to crack a bone and have to stretch. It feels like that throughout my whole body. And, and I just want that to stop. So then I'm smoking weed, but I've tapered back the amount of that I smoke weed. For those of you who don't know, I'm a bit of a pothead. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I've, you know, due to life choices and stuff like that, I've had to taper down the amount. So like smoking weed is the only time that I feel any sense of of not pain and and any sense of doing that but then at the same time there's this voice in my head that's brought up and i you all grew up in the same generation of of the war on drugs which is you know that smoking weed is a bad thing and you're a bad person for smoking weed uh so i have to battle that sometimes too even though even know knowing full well that I'm perfectly functional, if not more so when I've smoked some weed. Yeah. Well, it's also more yeah. now acceptable than it's yeah, ever it's been. Totally, yeah, it's yeah. Like legal and stuff. But it's like it's, I get that. I mean, that's why I in in my head, I associate it with an uncle of mine who's does did weed back then and he like messed up his brain. We did also other stuff too. But it wasn't just weed, but my meant my head just always associates my to that and i know i have an addictive personality so i just ha- i i just try to stay away from it mm-hmm. even though for times i know i could probably use it to help me sleep instead of taking uh other pills or something else to help me sleep of probably being a little more organic but in my head i have that whole thing to fight like no i can't because my uncle like turned out not great and all that stuff so it's a battle i i have about that for me to like do any type of drugs at all alcohol i'm fine I, <laughs> <laughs> for Same. some reason my, my head could be like yeah i could drink as much as i want and whenever i want but i was like ah, oh, i don't want like a gummy to help me sleep <laughs> it's one of them gateway things and i'll just do crackle next <laughs> <laughs> So like, I, I have a, a generally addictive personality too, but I'm like, I grew up in a household where it was like, 
you guys you guys met my parents they're they're chill as fuck like yeah. it's yeah, like very open-minded very open-minded like they like even when i was a kid they were just like yo if you ever want to do anything just let us know just make sure you do it at home you know because like whatever you're going to try you're going to end up trying it anyway and we just rather you do it in the safety of your own home you know like we'd rather we'd rather you do that stuff where we can make sure you're okay you know and not being a fucking dumbass about it you know so i think I think this is this is something we've talked about. That whole experience honestly just made it boring to me. It's just like, why would I want to do any of that stuff? Just fucking just do it at home with my parents. That's lame. <laughs> I know that was not their intended consequence, but that is exactly what happened. Yeah. So. <laughs> so you're just like, nah, no, nah, I'm not gonna do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm so good. <laughs> Except for whiskey, man. <laughs> Gotta and have rum. that whiskey. And um, mezcal. And rum. Sometimes weed. <laughs> so no, this is getting longer by the day, all right? Yeah. <laughs> weed, whiskey, wine, and water, right? All the W's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, you know, will sort through my shit out with my therapist and and... Uh, first, I got to figure out my schedule with my therapist. That's what's been wrong. <laughs> I haven't seen my therapist in, I think, three weeks now, maybe oh. four. Uh, oh, ever geez. since you got the new job? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 So it's ever since I got the new job. Damn. Jesus. Um, so, yeah, we're going to align our schedules a little bit better, and hopefully I can start seeing him again and get that magic flowing. Um, Hell Yeah. Why don't we jump into some world building? Well, we've already established. Okay, let's let's rewind it a little bit. Let's take yep. it back. Let's recap. And establish sure. what we had so far. What we had was a utopic society mm-hmm. that is fantasy and uh, somewhere kind of in the same technological sphere. Or world as the fifth element. Science science fantasy. Science fantasy. Yeah. I love that. Are we going with uh I, I kinda like that that elves and shit were like Yeah, like the elves were basically Yeah, like the elves and stuff, like they, they filled the role of like aliens and things like that. Like they were like yeah. friendly, like alien species, essentially. So we also have lawyers, clown lawyers, clown lawyers, comic sans documents. Oh, wait a minute. What? The clowns are all aliens too. Oh, the clowns are an aliens. Okay. We can go Douglas Adams with, do you want to go Douglas Adams with this? So that way we can make things a little bit more utopic where, um, essentially on every planet, is everything that you can need. So like there's a planet of mattresses, like wild mattresses roam, and then they just go and they just kill the mattresses and then boom, you you have beds. <laughs> Maybe not quite that. Maybe not, not quite, quite that, that ridiculous. Yeah not, yeah, not quite that far into Douglas Adams territory. Let's we'll dive okay, back. So, we'll, so we'll say we like can, that the the clowns come from a planet of clowns and okay. 
they're all like their 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 galactic skill essentially is that they are great lawyers. They, they really have great. they have this instinctual need to debate, and being a lawyer is a great way to do that. I love this. You just you and get then a- their fun side is their documents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is this? Why is this script so legible and easy to understand, and also quite comical? <laughs> what is this? A Sanskrit? <laughs> Some sort of comic Sanskrit? <laughs> That's what Sans is short short for, right? Sanskrit. Uh, probably. I don't know. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> cool. Someone will let me know. Someone yeah. let me know. Someone. I know it's like it's. I think it's san, like sans serif, like no serif. Oh. So it's comic sans like serif. No. Oh. oh. Yeah. The more you fucking know. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Okay. So now, are we talking kingdoms? Are we talking countries? Are we talking. Hmm. Are we going nothing? No, se- no separation. No separate. So all it's just it planet, is just world. The planet, free world, planets. Because once world. you get separation, yeah. Once you get separation, that's what creates. That's what creates um, tension Ooh, between people. And okay, we're trying okay. to we're trying to create a utopia, and by creating those like human made limitations of like tension and stuff like that. Like, I think that that immediately just kind of that puts a wrinkle in the utopia in a way. Okay. Are we run by a council? Are we run by, or is it, or is there no sort of ruling? Cause I, I would say, I would say there's no sort of ruling thing. Um, Essentially, like the way I see it is it is a true ass democracy. Okay. Like essentially like it's a, it's a socialist democracy where everything is run by the people. Everything is put in by the people and everything is given back to the people. There's like a speaker. And I think that maybe the speaker is also elected, but all they really do is just announce things essentially. Hmm. I just say everyone should vote one day, whatever thing has to be voted on, and then majority rules. Yeah. Just a, a true ass democracy. And then that speaker Ooh. could just say the ruling. What if, like, okay, now this is what if there's like a sort of like a central AI and sort of everyone's from everywhere, uh, you know, their votes get sort of tallied in, and then th- this sort of universal sort of AI is not like a governing force, not like a controlling force, but it's merely like a manager. And so it's like a planetary manager. So, <laughs> so, so it just can compute and sort of just detect everything out and, and kind of runs things. Or is that too crazy? I like the idea of having like an elected person. Because it does, like, it does kind of, like, I feel like it just puts something more human, like, a more human approach on things. Despite the fact that, obviously, this is a world of other, you know, other beings and stuff, but it's, like, you know, 
Right. Well, I feel of, like they should in, be in charge or be in power for only one year, though. Yes. Nothing yeah, too once, long. Yeah. You no get one. Like you get one year to one be ter- here. Yeah. 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 So if we don't like them, they could either get rid of them or just wait a year out and then vote for someone mm-hmm. else. To- yeah. The year I was a speaker. Yep. <laughs> no, I agree. Like one one year term, you get one term, and like that's it. And you don't get that. anything special from it either. There's no fucking pensions from being a goddamn speaker. I, I say it just takes the place of a job, so your universal income goes up a little bit. I'd say it's the same universal income, but it's like it just your the the source of your income changes. Okay. <clears throat> um. So I like. Because I'm just really fucking into it, but biopunk, this sort of merging of plants and technology, mm-hmm. as be down for that. I can kind of get into that some of that shit. Depending on how it's integrated, I'd be down. So it's like everything we sort of learn to biohack plants and stuff like that, and integrate micro, you know, technology into that and interweave that. So instead of, it's, think of it this way. Um, a building needs to be redone. Uh, all you do is you take a bunch of vines and these vines grow onto the side of the building and they just grow inside the cracks and stuff like that and can retrofit a building instantaneously, essentially. Like construction goes down to just plants and stuff like that. You can grow light posts. So we just organically make a plant that would grow into a light source like a like you would have uh, lamps and shit. Mm-hmm. Um also, like, yeah, battery powers and stuff like that is is controlled by plants, you know, sort of like the osmosis, not the osmosis, the osmosis the Jones, osmosis Jones process of the plant life. I don't know the plant cycle, you know, taking in the photosynthesis cycle. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool with that to a degree. Like, I, I'm not personally like a fan of like, oh, look at this fucking this light post is the tree, you know. <laughs> I'm not. He's so cool. I'm like, oh, that's a cool ass tree light, and then that was move on. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I I am. But I mean, think about it. You have like, you don't have to think about it. But I want to think. That's the point. We're like, oh yeah. Well, I'm not saying all lights. I'm just saying like street lights and shit like that. You know. All right. You can have like a biopunk neighborhood. How does that sound? All right, all right. Yeah, a bio- quadrant or some shit. A quadrant yeah. of biopunk, yeah. fucking yeah. elven, elven biohackers and shit. Yeah, we're like cyberpunk yeah, versus poison ivy. Yeah, exactly. There's like a like, it's like a Koreatown equivalent, but it's like all biopunk. Ooh, that's cool. Um, ooh, what are we talking about? Do we have separate continents, or is this sort of a Pangea sort of thing? Hmm. I feel like Pangea. Like they just walk around and just just one giant kind of mass of land. Yeah. I, I yeah, I like the idea of like a Pangea type thing, but I do think it'd be cool for there to a Pangea type thing with like large rivers running like running through it. Because mm-hmm. you definitely want there to be like really strong sources of water everywhere. Yeah, there's like rivers and lakes and and you know Yeah. Yeah, because I, like I feel I feel like 
like that stuff just lends itself well to like people being in a good state of mind. You know what I mean? Now, was this world always utopic or was there a point in, in it that was bad? I think it is physically impossible for there to be a world that is utopic without there being a point that was bad. Okay. Dive into it later. Yeah, we can dive into the history of things later. All right. What do we want right to now? Focus we're just on? establishing like foundation of the world itself in its current yeah. state. They're a uh, meshing of, uh, of, of races, you know, like elves and humans, orcs and humans and whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Like orcs and all that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Cause yeah. if we had separation, that'd be bad news bears. Exactly. No, it, it is absolutely a very open society. They're really open to all of that. Like it's a, very, it's a Star Trek esque society. Yeah, Star Trek way. is, I think, is a very good foundations for, you know. Yeah, because I mean, well, I mean, Star Trek is a, it's a, it's a very strong utopic society. Like they, they eliminated, there is no income. It's like it's all of that. Did you guys ever watch the Orville? Mm-mm. I did the first two seasons, and then as I went back, okay, I liked it. The, we just uh, never went Orville, back to it. The Orville is a perfect example of taking the idea of Star Trek's utopia and taking it even further. So, in the Orville, like it, it was our Earth, and they essentially like they there's no currency. Um. People have jobs just to have jobs as hobbies and just to keep themselves occupied, to do what they want to do in life because they have no need for like, basically they created like a matter synthesizer and that matter synthesizer allows them to create whatever they want at will. So in doing that, they basically created the perfect utopia. They were like, people don't need to work anymore. We don't have a currency. We just, we have what everything we need, you know, and they did a really great job of like establishing that because they shared the technology with other races, like other alien races that they discovered. They used the synthesizer to advance technology at like a super fast pace. And it yeah. just created this really great, it created a really good example of like a modern utopia in a lot of ways. And it took that Star Trek idea and really expanded upon it. Okay, so as our fantasy world, then, what do we see as our civilization's end goal, or what is their their push forward? Like, mine's always the unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind is, of that is probably, and that really is just the driving force in essentially all. So we have like fucking, in a way. we have we have this sort of uh <laughs> science people pushing towards space and then we have the magic users pushing towards the multiverse or the the i don't know the no i i think in a way they're also pushing towards space but maybe in their own way Oh, so you're, yeah, you're maybe, more metaphysical space, more like... Yeah, more like metaphysical space, but at the same time, like, maybe, like, maybe in our world, like, 
part of the foundation of us working together and having just such a strong relationship with the other races is we each needed, we each had something the other needed. Mm-hmm. So maybe technologically our, like technologically our race, like, like the human race had like more advanced like, technology, but maybe like the elven race, like in their magic was a more consistent power source than what we had to make use of kind of thing, you know, like each race kind of brings its own, its own strength to the table in different ways to allow us to meet a common goal, which is like you said, the unknown, which is just pushing outward, you know, not, not quantum computing, but arconic computing. (laughs) Arconic. Yeah, magic. Essentially, computing via magic. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, oh man. And then you know, you then you think of like like the craftism of like dwarves and stuff like that, getting technology and sort of how they push technology. I, mm-hmm. I, I think it's interesting to see how each race would implement technology so maybe Mm -hmm. the wood elves would be more biopunk the the dwarves would be more diesel punk ish not i don't know if we're talking utopia we're probably talking you know not climate damaging but a sort of yes correct sustainable all sustainable all sustainable yeah that was actually one of the things i was going to say it's like when it comes to biopunk i i do love the idea of utilizing renewable things like like instead of like growing vines to fill in a building, maybe you grow those vines and it's a specific type of plant native to the planet that can be like ground up and pushed into like a brick or something, you know? Yeah. But it's like an easily renewable brick. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dig Mm -hmm. that. Cool. I say we set ourselves in the early exploration of space days. Yeah. You know, I'd say we're, we're maybe a few systems out of the Milky way, but like we're, or we're a few systems out of our solar system, but we're still in the Milky way. Yeah. And like and mass effect, mass effect. Cool. All right. Should we keep pushing these boundaries or? No, I think that might be it. We don't want to burn through our ideas. All right, cool. Got to save something for next week. Yeah. All right. Now, let us know where people can find you. Josh? You can find me pretty much everywhere on social media at Fearhead, P-H-E-R-H-E-A-D. And yeah, that's about it. Andy, you can find me on Instagram at I am underscore Andy Sandoval. And that's the only place you'll be able to find me right now. <laughs> it's the only place I, I, I check more often. So nice. And you can find me on Instagram and uh, let's just say Instagram. I'm usually there. That's Theo Ripper. Um, you can also find me Sundays at 1130 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on twitch.tv forward slash Theo Ripper. I'm there streaming art every Sunday. Um, we just 
get high, have a little bit of a good time, and I throw on a nice vinyl record. Um, and generally, people say it's a very enjoyable experience. So come check it out. Hell yeah. That's That's been our show. See, we'll see you next week. Peace out, Folios. Be well, everyone. Don't fuck this up, Josh. I got no greed. I've, I have no I have no goodbye yet, so I'm just going to stay quiet. Andy's be well is too good. Andy's be well is too good. I don't know what to say.